1: International financier Farzam Kamalabadi, who is both the president of Future Trends and the CEO of Fight to Fame, a new concept in blockchain technology. In this week's tech news, first up, are you a Tesla driver? Well, Consumer Reports just came out with a review of the smart summon feature, which is the ability to call your car from a parking lot or from a garage, and that it's definitely glitchy or buggy. And they actually wrote that they're very concerned that there's been some fender benders and low speed incidents. And they're worried about what happens when this feature is adopted by many people at scale. And I can just imagine all the insurance claims. Uber announced it wants to be more like a bank. So they've come up with Uber money and that's because of the 4 million plus drivers a lot of them are what we called unbanked and so Uber which is bleeding lots of money are still trying to find different ways of making money but also providing services for their drivers and this is just really an interesting example of convergence how industries are now crossing over into other industries this for instance financial services in order to provide benefits to their ecosystem. Google claimed that they had achieved quantum supremacy a couple weeks back, and IBM immediately wrote a response saying that they don't believe that they use the proper techniques. I think that quantum is very interesting in the implications of um, computers that can do calculations that would take other computers 10,000 years to do. But I think that the rush to quantum computing, more and more companies will declare victory, but we're still quite a ways off. In local Silicon Valley news, Apple announced that they're in talks with United Airlines to help redesign the United Airlines terminal at San Francisco International Airport. Just an interesting story of companies finding new ways to partner, and that's the tech news of the week. Welcome back to the show. Once again, I have Farzam Kamalabadi, who's the chairman and CEO of fight to fame a new concept in blockchain technology. But Farzam actually has a really great history. Farzam, can you please tell us your background?
2: Hello, how are you? Greetings to you and to the audience. Yes, uh, I am Persian, American, and I add Chinese to it. Uh, Early on in Boston, I learned three dialects of Chinese, and I moved to China. I have had been in China 33 years. That is longer than the average age, so I always say that I have been in China longer than half of the Chinese people.
1: <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I'm very jealous because as we were chatting, uh, Farzam actually speaks the three Chinese dialects that my family speaks, except that I don't speak very well. So I'm very, um, I'm in awe and I'm in envy of your capabilities in the Chinese language.
2: That's again the Chinese humility and your kindness. Thank you very much for your endorsement. Yeah. Uh, just I was in China, involved with China long, both in the level of national policy making, as well as on the level of finance and financial transactions and also a host of other deals in technologies and the various industries. And of course the blockchain and the cryptocurrency is the next era of economic uh, reform or revolution or the next phase beyond internet therefore of course i am involved with this and uh, will um, emerge as a leader in the industry normally when i get into an industry that's what we do especially fight to fame uh, as you mentioned this is very innovative and it uh, solves a lot of issues in the particular industries that we have selected
1: yeah so Farzam, I think um fight to fame is a very interesting concept using blockchain technology. I wanted because of your really robust background in history, I wanted you to spend a little more time talking about your journey getting to the blockchain i mean you're you're in China for thirty three years uh China a lot of uh press about how they view blockchain and you know more f- specifically on the cryptocurrency side, but we know that the Chinese have fully embraced the technology. How did you? In your, in your own career, how did you end up getting into blockchain being that next revolution yes. in finance?
2: As, as you know, my other identity is future trends. And we are always not only involved, but uh, main uh, mover and shaker in the next stage of economy. Basically, my growth is the same as the world's growth in stages of economy, such as classic business that means manufacturing first and trading, then comes on top of that financial play. We have private equity. We have also secondary markets and stock exchanges. Even beyond that came a new era, and that was the internet era that created the Alibabas and Jack Maas and created the next multi tens of billion dollars billionaires. And there is a next phase and what we call information technology revolution, and that is beyond internet and much larger and much more huge than internet era and that is the blockchain and cryptocurrency on top of that
1: Mm -hmm.
2: so definitely i being future trends we are always abreast and ahead and in fact we push the direction
1: that's great and that's very impressive so in regards to fight to fame what's the underlying use case for the concept
2: yes blockchain is a mega enabler it is the technology that enables what we call large volume transactions, mega large volume transactions, fast and immediate because of the smart contract, open because of transparency system and also consensus system. And therefore it is a very interesting enabler mechanism, especially for large populated industry. And it makes things interactive and transparent. So in this, in our case, we have selected the world's most populated or the largest eyeball industry. Start from the sporting competition and that is combat sports. And all over the world there will be competitions. Through the competitions there will be new generation of sporting heroes and gold belt winners who have mentors who go through TV reality shows, which is another eyeball industry that makes them famous, and it brings in the population, participatory style entertainment, then takes the new winners to become the next generation of Hollywood style, uh, basically blockbuster, uh, action film superstars. So the main core was that we discovered discrepancy and a limitation that all the heroes have aged that means from Stallone to Schwarzenegger to the East side Jackie Chan and uh, um, even Donnie Yen and uh, so get all of them have aged so to create the next generation of action film superstars through blockchain starting from the sporting competition to TV reality show to the film and then At the same time, still creating the electronic games out of that and the digital games out of that and the byproducts or merchandise. So all of these are in one thread connecting them, and that's the blockchain.
1: Okay. Farzam, this is super interesting, and we're going to talk more about it in our next segment because we're out of time in on this one. So stay with me. You're listening to Keith Ku, Silicon Valley Insider, special guest, Farzam Kamalabadi, chairman and CEO of Fight to Fame, an innovative concept in blockchain. You have any questions or comments? Email us at info at svan.biz, and we'll be right back. We at Silicon Valley Insider just want to acknowledge that Fight to Fame has some international controversy. There are no U.S. citizens that are actually allowed to invest in that. And so we will have Farzam come back on in the future to talk about some of those concerns that the international community has. This shows for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The NTT Open Innovation Contest 10.0 is now open for submissions. Interested startups should definitely check this out. Your company could win up to $100,000 of funding and win a trip to Tokyo to get shepherded by NTT Data's ecosystem. Go to oi.nttdata.com or svn.biz for more information.
0: For questions or comments on today's program, call 1 888 828 7846. That's 888 828 SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your hosts,
1: Keith Koo. Hey, insiders, welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Today's show, I have very special guest, international financier, Farzam Kamalabadi. CEO and chairman of Fight to Fame, an innovative concept in blockchain. Uh, Farzam is actually quite famous internationally and he's spent 33 years in China. Thanks for being here, Farzam.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Chief Cool.
1: So, Farzam, a quick question for you because uh, we've covered a lot of blockchain and cryptocurrency discussions on our show. What makes Fight to Fame? the next mega trend when there's been so much talk about cryptocurrency lately?
2: You asked a very important question because this is a new era of economy called blockchain cryptocurrency. There are 2,750 types of cryptocurrencies and blockchain companies. And unfortunately, although the industry is great industry, but most of the players are new and they actually are failing. They become what we call air token or empty. The main reasons why this happens is because first, people treat the cryptocurrency just like a crowd financing. And there is a lot of hype and speculation rather than the delivery of the white paper promise. That means in operation, in the industrial operation, They are scarcely populated, they are very not active, and therefore not liquid, and therefore not very um, uh, lucrative. What we did reverse is we have a cryptocurrency fight to fame token, FFT, which is huge in utility, in utilization, in application. That means anyone that is participating in a sporting event, ticketing, voting also in the film buying the ticket ticket purchase as well as merchandise purchase and as well as all the other areas of voting so we have a mechanism when you vote you are not buying a service you are utilizing your token so there is what we call the burning of token that happens that means your token is limited number of tokens it becomes less At the same time, more viewers and more participants are buying tokens. So that makes the value of the token shoot up. So it is all in what I call the utility utilization, large volume of uh, liquidity, as well as large volume of transactions using one token. Our utility token becomes investment and becomes by multiplication, the value will go up. And the value going up is real, it's not hype. Why? Because most of the sporting heroes and all the film action superstars, they have their fan base. And their fan base normally buy the tokens to participate, and they are doing it for investment. And also, also they sometimes keep it as basically a long-term investment. So, in general, in other cryptocurrencies, 80% are speculators. They drive the price up, and then they short, and then the whole cryptocurrency falls down. In our situation, there is a steady growth because of the new utility and the new end users participating. When there is TV reality show, there will be tens of millions of new viewers. When there is a sporting event, there will be millions of other new viewers. And when it goes onto the uh, basically uh, air, uh, there will be also tens of million viewers. When there is a film, there is 100 million viewers. So we are always increasing the participants while the utility of the coin is increasing. Some of the coins are burnt in the natural utilization because of the voting and because of uh, other mechanisms. So we have superior models that makes our project uh, real in operation and real in the valuation of the token.
1: All right, well, thank you, Farzan. Thank you for the explanation. So I like the point you bring up about Fight to Fame and how you're focused on uh, action heroes, celebrities. It's it's interesting. I was just uh, judging a startup pitch contest last week, uh, Blockchain Bridge, and the winner of the contest actually has a betting application for blockchain. And the only reason why I bring up gaming is that back to what you need on a blockchain for it to be valuable other than the speculative aspect of some cryptocurrency is the usage and the utilization uh, because if you don't have that as you pointed out um, it really is worthless because there's no community behind that infrastructure
2: Yes, we call it mass adoption and also uh, a natural utility use. It's like, think of a printed circuit board. If the Electronic transactions are not so fast and so large. There are no magnetic field created. The coin valuation is vertical, going up, but it is the result of the large processes that is horizontal. That means the utility of the token, as you rightly said, the use of the token. Right. When we have five industries: the film and its super action, uh, blockbuster films, and then you have TV reality shows, and before that you have the sporting. Uh, competition in over 100 countries, and each country will have their TV reality shows. That is a large utilization of one coin only.
1: What do you think about esports?
2: Yes, esports is exactly part of our uh, game also, because when we do, whether it is boxing or it is uh, mixed martial arts or jiu-jitsu or any other forms of combat sport, most of them will be broadcast on uh, both first on the um, uh, satellite TV, but also we create game or uh, digital gaming out of those. So uh, the electronic sports and the real sports, the virtual and the real business are part of each other. In And all of them are, again, still under one blockchain and under one token.
1: Is Fight the Fame on a native blockchain or are you writing on another mainnet?
2: Yeah, the main uh, point is that we have a new generation of blockchain, which is a combination of EOS and PLOS. Uh, basically, is a public domain uh, that is uh, basically... Uh, we have our own technical development teams. So aside from the exchange that we have already selected in Singapore... We have also underlying technology, which is a combination of EOS and Ethereum. Okay. And so, yeah, it is going to be a large volume and fast transaction that will uh, include all the sporting, not only competitors, but also their families and fans and the voters, and not only the TV reality show, but also the viewers and in a participatory manner, they have to vote right away and they have to utilize the token right away To have their voice heard. And then when the film comes, before a film is created, the viewers on a large scale can vote what kind of new action superstar hero in what kind of film they vote for. Therefore, the market is already known Uh, rather than we only go through the film market or through the middleman, uh, the end user, the viewer. So what we call the relationship between the viewer and the producer, the film production will be more direct on a large scale.
1: Hey, Farzam. Um, this is great. And I'm glad you're actually on the EOS mainnet. In our next segment, I want to bring back some comments come actually very close to the EOS community. So you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Ku. I'm joined with special guest, very famous international financier, Farzam Kamalabadi, who is the CEO and chairman of fight to fame a blockchain, and also chairman and CEO of Future Trends. If you have any questions or comments about today's show, email us at info at svi.biz. And always remember, you can download our podcast at svi.biz as well. And we'll be right back with more with Farzam. We at Silicon Valley Insider just want to acknowledge that Fight to Fame has some international controversy. There are no U.S. citizens that are actually allowed to invest in that. And so we will have Farzam come back on in the future to talk about some of those concerns that the international community has. This shows for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The NTT Open Innovation Contest 10.0 is now open for submissions. Interested startups should definitely check this out. Your company could win up to $100,000 of funding and win a trip to Tokyo to get shepherded by NTT Data's ecosystem. Go to oi.nttdata.com or svn.biz for more information.
0: For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith
1: Koo. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. Once again, I'm joined with Farzam Kamalabadi, international financier. In this week's Cyber Tip, I want to talk about fake apps. And these are apps that you could be downloading. You need to be careful of. So in this particular story a research firm called ESET found that there were 42 Google Play apps that they uncovered that had been serving malicious content for over a year. And this was 8 million downloads. And in this particular case, in Southeast Asia, a college student was doing this so that they could get the ad revenue generated by taking over these Android devices. So imagine you've found this app you like, you download it and it takes over your phone and it starts to serve you ads. Well, when that happens, somebody is getting ad revenue from that. This particular hack didn't do anything more malicious than sending you ads, but it did know certain things. It knew how to bypass security checks by Google. It actually also knew how to make it look like it wasn't connected to the app. So as you were browsing and doing things, it was being very surreptitious in how it was causing clicks all in effort to bypass those security controls the cyber tip as always is to be very sure about the application you're downloading oftentimes there's application confusion one app sounds like another app there's one letter off a zero for an o etc be very careful what you download and why you're downloading it, and then be aware of the permissions on the other side of it. In an Android device, you can always check what the permission settings are in the settings app. And if you see weird behavior, it should make you suspicious, and you should try to figure that out, how to shut that down immediately. This is just a case of, as we continue to be in a complex world, that you should take precautions to safeguard any of your devices, whether it's your mobile phone or your computer, and that's the Cyber Tip of the Week. Welcome back to the show. Once again, I'm joined with special guest Farzam Kamalabadi, who's the chairman and CEO of Fight to Fame, an innovative concept in blockchain, especially for uh, mega trends like action sports, esports, combat sports, and reality TV. Welcome again, Farzam.
2: Thank you, and great to talk to you, Keith.
1: So, Farzam, in the earlier parts of the show, we talked about Fight to Fame and how different than other blockchains and cryptocurrencies, it's that it's all about mass adoption. And so with people who are interested in Sylvester Stallone, uh, Jackie Chan, Mike Tyson, other people all involved, how do they get engaged with this platform?
2: Yes, the platform has multi industries into one, and one thread, which is the high volume uh, blockchain, And on top of that is our own cryptocurrency. So we are launching our own cryptocurrency called Fight to Fame Tokens, or FFT. The launching is in Singapore, and it's on an exchange, but the exchange will be affiliated with other exchanges. So anyone with their fiat currency, with their cash, with their credit card can buy ff token also they can use their existing other cryptocurrencies whether it is the bitcoin ethereum eos or any others they can also buy and transfer that into fft and of course we have different stages we have a pre-sales round one which is started and then pre-sales round two which will finish before the end of the year each one of them there is limited allocation. We have limited allocation of 100 million tokens, round one, given to 100 countries. So you can see how limited it is in each country. Some countries, they have finished their purchase of their allocation. Round two also, and then another 100 million. And then when we go uh, public, we have another 200 million. So we are floating 400 million of tokens. First round is at 30 cents USTD. Yeah, USDT, and then the next one uh, is 80 cents USDT, and then on the ICO is one dollar. In reality, it will go higher because of the supply and demand ratio. There is much limited supply and a lot of demand. And the normally, whether these are not okay, let's explain this. This is important. Any other new cryptocurrency normally they attract the cryptocurrency community more. 90% are other players in the cryptocurrency. We are the reverse. We are inviting many non-cryptocurrency players who will join cryptocurrency because of Fight to Fame and NFT. But Why? Because they are the sporting competitors and their families and fans and voters. And they are the moviegoers. That is why the billion, but we reach even 100 million. That's already a big hit. And uh, next year, we will invest in 10 top blockbuster movies. So what it means is that there's new community and a large population who want to utilize FFT to get the services, and therefore they join the crypto community. So we are actually contributing to enlarging the base of participants from classic economy into the cryptocurrency and blockchain and are so these we will be a, leader, a, com- uh, a leader to bring in to invite in to attract many more players into the blockchain era uh,
1: are these studios that are engaging with you directly or the actual celebrities themselves
2: within fight to fame system we have several different committees the sporting committees uh, the tv reality show committees the film committee and, uh, merchandise committee. And so each committee has its own players that will come in. Uh, that means for the sporting, there will be the contestants, there will be the families, the fan base and all the viewers. Every one of these players and including the sporting heroes, those who already are in the world in boxing, martial arts and so who are already our mentors and they are already signed in with fight to fame. So they will come in. And they bring the whole community. When we go to TV reality shows, remember we are at least in 50 countries, uh, whether it's Turkey or Thailand or China or US, we will have TV reality shows where all these sporting heroes are being broadcast, shown their lives, they Basically, documentary will go to their hometown, and it's very moving and emotional, and people are voting for them. So you can see how interactive it is going to be. And all of those communities of the viewers and the fan base, again, they participate into the FF token. Mm -hmm. Then when it comes to film, again, when you sell a film on a blockbuster film, you can have a viewer volume from 100 million to 500 million, a billion. And depending on how successful the film is, in about 50 countries or 100 countries, all of those community will be invited in naturally. There is a natural mechanism that they will participate. These were people who were not in the blockchain community. So basically, that means fight to fame will be a major contributor. Not only we will ensure our own success, as you asked the question, will be a mega, super large corporation at the same rank as Bitcoin and Ethereum and uh, let's say in the classic internet case like Amazon's and the Yahoo's or Facebook, we are going to be aiming at that level and nothing lower than that. We call ourselves like the diamond of the industry or we call ourselves like the Hermes of the industry, the highest brand. This is our goal. You cannot have this goal accomplished if... First, we have a large team. We have at least 50 world-class experts in each industry under the core and 500 member team globally and outreach to many larger number of players. We have a team that is very unified and very dedicated. Two, we have a superior model and mechanism that attracts and invites. We don't need to push. We don't need to go and too much promote ourselves. So the model attracts.
1: That means those who
2: are moviegoers, when they see there is a new investor in the uh, basically market and is doing it on a blockchain and has its own cryptocurrency, they'll participate. So we are not only building our own brand, we are bringing a large number of populations into the next era of economy, which is the blockchain and cryptocurrency economy.
1: Hmm. And question, do you have a traditional concept of a sales team, or is it uh, differently organized on how people reach you?
2: Yes, it is. uh, As we said, we believe a good product doesn't need to be oversold. There will be a large number of demand. That's why media is important, but we are not doing the media as advertisement. We are only giving the information and knowledge of the industry and the knowledge of fight to fame. And that itself attracts people. Mm -hmm. And as you know, my own background, I have network in over 120 countries, and it is a very large network, and I'm not alone in the team. I always have a very important concept to say, and I say it selflessly and confidently. Fight to fame is so powerful that it will do very well without any one individual, including even me. If tomorrow you see Farzam is not in fight to fame, which will not happen, but if it is, that doesn't mean fight to fame will will stop. As the name shows, it is going to basically overcome any challenges and it is going to succeed. Why? As I said, it's because it's superior business model. So in that situation, we have a network globally. We are not doing a lot of any advertisement. We are doing our own events. We just finished one event in Thailand. We had about 500 people, but we had about media that reached to 50 million people so the media was both in thai english chinese uh, all over we had people from 20 countries and of course i invited the number one leading royal family and also top level leaders in the country we had our carlos Kremer, who is very well known in the the mc or basically in the events in the boxing we had basically fight to fame is no longer a theory we have already done our events, fighting competitions, and have created one time champion which is fight to fame champion, which was a Thailand gentleman. And we have already issued our cards and our tokens in the cards. And also people have utilized in the conference, in the event they used for the betting and also they used for the merchandise. Well farza fa- very
1: yeah yeah, Farza it's all very impressive. And I thank you for your time today. To explain fight to fame for us. Um, We're out of time for this segment, but I want you to stay so we can talk more about you and your thoughts about the future in the pivot. So thank you again for being here today.
2: Sure, thank you, thank you.
1: So again, if you have any questions or comments, email us at info at svn.biz, and you can download all of our episodes on svn.biz. We'll be right back. We at Silicon Valley Insider just want to acknowledge that fight to fame has some international controversy There are no U.S. citizens that are actually allowed to invest in that. And so we will have Farzim come back on in the future to talk about some of those concerns that the international community has. This shows for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The NTT Open Innovation Contest 10.0 is now open for submissions. Interested startups should definitely check this out. Your company could win up to $100,000 of funding and win a trip to Tokyo to get shepherded by NTT Data's ecosystem. Go to oi.nttdata.com or svn.biz for more information.
0: For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo.
1: Hey Insiders, welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Today, I've been joined with special guest Farzam Kamalabadi, who is the chairman and CEO of Fight to Fame, a blockchain that's geared to really tackle mega trends and mass adoption. In earlier in the show, we talked about Farzam's deep history as an international financier. Uh, Very popular, spent 33 years in China, and really, if you Google him, he has a lot of rich history behind him. Welcome back, Farzan.
2: Thank you, Keith, again for the invitation.
1: And one thing I really want to make clear, especially if you are a sports fan, a reality TV show fan, an eSports fan, uh, and you really not focus much on blockchain or cryptocurrencies, uh, this was the show for you. So if you missed any part of it, you should download it at svn.biz. Okay, Farzam. so we had talked about the entire show about Fight to Fame, how you are really revolutionizing this concept of what is needed in adopting blockchain as the technology. And with your deep history, why is blockchain not, you know, we, we joke about it in the industry that blockchain could be another pet rock. Why do you think that blockchain is not a pet rock?
2: Oh, so it is going to be much bigger than the internet revolution. When Internet came about 20 years ago or more, nobody knew it. Nobody believed in it. Everybody resisted it and everybody adopted it and everybody forgot that they resisted it. So this is the same story on a bigger scale. Why? The sign is that this year, only this year, several national governments entered. You can see even the governments, uh, such as China, announced that they will issue their own governmental cryptocurrency. Yes, we have the first bank, the J.P. Morgan, that announced that they participate. The government of UAE, Kuwait, Oman—they are all already in. Many European governments—they are actually using the cryptocurrency as their government payment system. In uh, Cyprus, there is this university that is actually trained 30,000 masters or doctorate of blockchain and actually receives its tuitions in cryptocurrencies. So anywhere from Malta or uh, many other uh, European countries, they are in the forefront of blockchain and cryptocurrency. So although there naturally is resistance because it is uh, basically changing the fiat currency, and also because of the multiplication of the value increase of the currency, it is bigger than any stock market. So yes, there was resistance, but at the same time, there is a heavy attraction. First of all, the technology enabler has been in long time. So it is beyond internet. It has larger volume, faster transaction, automatic transaction, smart contract. So the the case for the blockchain being the next phase, and even beyond blockchain, uh, there are technologies that will come up. And the idea of transparency, uh, I know all the governments must love it because the taxation will be transparent. There's no double accounting system anywhere, Mm -hmm. anywhere. So the case of blockchain already is a winner. But the important question, which Fight to Fame is aiming to not only be leader in the blockchain, but also to be leader transferring classic economy into the blockchain economy. So Fight to Fame tries to be the model or an example by being the solution for a larger number of population. For example, the sporting people, talents all over the world who have no chance to be heard, to be seen, to be uh, selected. But on a large registration and on a large following and a large voting participation, they get a fair treatment. Anyone in the sporting industry who remained in it after their young age and then they have very little income. There is a golden bridge that takes them into the film industry. So the main focus is actually film, blockbuster, action, superstar films. So that provides a lot of opportunity for the masses of the people for the dream to come true. So it is an emotionally involved uh, industry that we have integrated. So it is all about first, the next megawave of world economy is blockchain and cryptocurrency. On top of that, on top of the mega wave is fight to fame. And fight to fame is basically bringing in the larger population, creating wealth from the larger populations, but distributing it back to the larger populations. Why? Because all the family and fans of the sporting people and the film people who buy the FF token, their token will multiply by a large number of multiplication. We don't want to give any hope or false hope, or but everyone knows. Remember when we call Bitcoin was in the under $1. Mm -hmm. Yes, granted, it went to $20,000. It fell to $3,000. It went back to $13,000. Yes, it is 15% down today at $8,700, but still means triple of its value last year. So multiplication is the name of the game. Multiplication of the value of FFT is going to be phenomenal.
1: Well, Farzam, thank you so much for the explanation. I'm looking forward to seeing what the revolution will continue to be in emerging technology, especially around blockchain, as transaction speeds and innovations continue. So once again, thanks again. So thanks again for being here, and I hope to have you as a guest again.
2: Thank you very much. And thank you that you are very savvy in the industry so that we could uh, consult or communicate very intelligently. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Farzam. So, once again, Keith Ku, Silicon Valley Insider, special guest, Farzam Kamalabadi, who is the chairman and CEO of Fight to Fame and Innovation on in Blockchain Technology, focusing on mass adoption. Any questions or comments on today's show, especially if you're a sports fan or a reality TV show fan? Uh, download the podcast at svn.biz or email us at info at and we'll see you next week. We at Silicon Valley Insider just want to acknowledge that Fight to Fame has some international controversy. There are no U.S. citizens that are actually allowed to invest in that. And so we will have Farzan come back on in the future to talk about some of those concerns that the international community has. This shows for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The NTT Open Innovation Contest 10.0 is now open for submissions. Interested startups should definitely check this out. Your company could win up to $100,000 of funding and win a trip to Tokyo to get shepherded by NTT Data's ecosystem. Go to oi.nttdata.com or svn.biz for more information. You've
0: been listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. For questions or comments on today's program or to schedule a complimentary consultation with Keith about your business, call 1-888-828-SVIN. That's 1-888-828-7846, 888-828-SVIN.